Well, I put it, Miss Collins. You can choke on it for all I care. Just get it out of your mouth. Beautiful. They thought they made a horror show. Not a They stirred a curse deep down below. But they had built it began to feel One hundred Forever now they must spin the wheel Welcome, everyone, back to another episode of 100 Lunatics. Woo! I'm your host, Daniel. Jasmine, say hello. Hello. Nathan, say hello. Hi, everyone. These are my other hosts. <laughs> and this week, spin number four, we got to watch Carrie. Not 2013's Carrie. <laughs> Not the TV movie remake from around the turn of the century, 1976, Brian De Palma's Carrie. Ooh, have some applause, I feel. We it's should have movie. a little bit of applause. I think so. It's like one of the classics. It was nice to Brian come... Brian De Palma? I didn't know he directed this. Yeah, nice to come back into something with a little more style and panache. Um, after the what experiment in reality that we got last week with the Blair Witch Project? Is that what you call it? You mean where you executed your hatred over a horror movie? Totally remember all about that. Uh, what? Um, I I, I think that was me on the, like, not on the Blair Witch bandwagon. Yeah, oddly enough, I think Jasmine (laughs) disliked the Blair Witch Project the most. Yeah, I'm still sticking with that, too. I will probably never again watch that movie if I can help it. Yeah, Daniel made a few side comments as well. He thought he was masked by your hatred. That's what he's trying to do right now. He's trying to, he's trying to hide behind the fact that you hated it more than him. But really, let's let's be let's be honest with ourselves here, Daniel. You felt some animosity, and you took it out a little bit, even though you didn't want to. Perhaps I gave I it. I gave true. it a fair judgment. Man. What the fuck is up with this guy? Just go back. Brian De Palma, how can you direct Mission Impossible and Snake Eyes and Mission to Mars? I walked out of the theater on Mission to Mars. I almost did too, but Scarface? He directed Scarface? Shut your mouth. Raising Kane? What? Man, this guy's like a... He's like hitting, hitting what, like 250, 260? Yeah, it is a very bizarre hit and miss list. I some th- some seasons he's hitting over 300, you know, he's, he's, in the, he's in the spot, you know, he's hitting grand slams and other seasons he's just, uh, you know, well, Nathan, I th- waiting to go back to the dugout. I think what it is, I think he does like horror and violence really well. And then when it comes to something like sincerity and emotion and mission to Mars, that's the crying alien right one, right? I don't know. I didn't see the whole thing. I walked out. Is that the one where the alien it sheds a tear? I don't know. I think that I think it is. I think it's horrible 1990s computer alien, and it cries when it meets like Gary Sinise and, and whoever is in that movie. And that's not true either, because Carlito's Way is his, and that had sensitivity. That was lower key. I like that. I don't even think I've seen Carlito's <laughs> Way. 
Really? I have either. Oh my Definitely god! Didn't see that you guys, Mars, you guys are talking about the Untouchables. Will you just get your shit together and watch some of these movies? You guys have seen some pretty horrific movies and spent your time watching some stupid shit. And Carlito's Way is better than probably... Hey, in my defense, I watch a lot of different varieties of stupid shit. Not just horror movies. I have a ton of VHSs <laughs> that span a variety of genres, okay? Stupid Carlito's shit Way. from everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Actually, no, I heard that you like watching old movies, and I have respect I for that. Because I can't, I can't get into all of them. Black but there are some old movies that are just really great, and I wish I would have the patience to, to embrace them and appreciate them. I got stuck watching Turner Classic Movies the other day on, uh, what's her name? Wizard of Oz? Now I forgot her name already. Gardner? Judy Garland. Judy Garland. Judy Garland. Judy Garland. Yeah. Like, literally, like, almost over her whole career. It started in, like, 1939. Went to movies where they started in color in 1950-something. And I was like, I didn't notice she did so many things other than The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> but I liked them all. She's in lots of stuff, yeah. The simplicity of old movies, I really like. Yeah, speaking of which, has anybody seen anything horror-related? I think we can bring up Maleficent here, right? That's a little bit horror, right? A little bit of a scary tale for the children. Yes. That's what, like, fairy tales are for, right? And we also watched Lovely Molly with with Kevin, remember? Lovely Molly. That actually was surprisingly better, especially after I found out that it was from the directors of Blair Witch Project. I was like, right. oh, man. It's That's why suck. I bring it up. This is going to suck. And then it would, didn't suck that bad. So. Exactly. The, Eduardo Sanchez, one of the writer-directors from uh, the Blair Witch Project from Last Spin, made a movie called Lovely Molly that we watched recently. And it was, while not great, you could definitely tell it had more care and attention to subtlety than the vast majority of modern horror films. So I think mm-hmm. those guys do have a little bit of talent. Mm-hmm. And they did try to bring in their same thing they're trying to do with Blair Witch, their like reality cam thing, except the whole movie wasn't that way. There was like, you know, regular movie dialogue and pictures. Yeah, no, there were nice something. cinematic shots and everything too, ones that made you really anxious and creep out for a little bit. The movie kind of lost its way, but hey, you know. Yeah. Could have been a whole lot worse well plus he's got a badass name what eduardo sanchez my name is eduardo sanchez you killed my father now you must die (laughs) well nathan you already beat me to the punch talking about brian de palma's credit now let's see what else we need to know about the blair witch project you mean carrie sorry i mean (laughs) carrie yes 1976's carrie 1976, that's with Sissy Spacek, Piper Laurie. Nathan, am I saying that right? Piper Laurie? Is she Canadian? Um, I'm not sure who she is. Amy Irving. I don't know why you're asking like, Is that why you're asking him? Because Canadian <laughs> I don't know. He usually knows more directors and actors than I do. Um, William Catt, who plays Tommy. John Travolta making a little appearance. And Nancy Allen who Nathan might remember as the female partner in RoboCop? Yes, that's where I recognize her from, that's correct. That is correct. Sissy Spacek. I went and tried to find some like very notable movies that she should have been in throughout the years, and while there are a handful, uh, most recently um, The Help, uh, she has pretty much done her own thing most of her career, I think. There's just a whole... There's indie movies going back as far as the late 70s that she's been in, and she's never stopped. 
Classic American film actress. <laughs> she was uh, <laughs> Jim Garrison's wife in JFK, Kevin Costner's wife. That's right. She was in JFK. Amy Irving. I tried to find something notable there. Traffic. She was in. You're jumping past Sissy Spacek. You have to really drink in some of the cool shit she's done. Right. Um. Let's see. She like was... In the Bedroom. That movie is awesome. With Nick Stahl. Yeah, that movie's badass. The Breathe Actor. Um, have you seen In the Bedroom? No, no, but I remember it coming out. Okay, I want you to watch In the Bedroom. Oh, God, your list is so long and trudging. Um, Blast from the Past. Blast from the Past. Walken's wife and Blast from the Past. Thank you, I was just getting to that. Christopher Walken? Huh? Yep. <laughs> and in this movie, Sissy Spacek put, like, um, what's, his, what's, what's his face that always is one of the last, like, true crafting actors who played Lincoln and uh, There Will Be Blood. Daniel Day-Lewis. She liked Daniel Day-Lewis this movie. <laughs> she wanted the role really badly. She like toned herself down, uglified herself, got really into like religious teachings and tried to practice it daily, separated herself from the rest of the cast, would like hurt herself and hit herself and try to like, she would look at uh, how people body language was when they would talk to the police after being like raped and stuff yeah, and then dedication. she would and she would try to get the proper hunches in at the beginning and ending of scenes so that everything always began and ended with her looking pathetic until the she's end she's an she's an amazing actress just look at all the, say, even in the end, academy award nominations and it, it took her what five years from carrie to, to win an oscar so yeah, no, she and she and she does great in this movie. So great, in fact, that why would you even bother to remake this movie until everyone who had seen the original was dead? <laughs> she was nominated for an Oscar for Carrie. Damn! See, there you go. She didn't win, but she won five years later oh, who's for she up against? Coal Miner's Daughter. Who is she up against? I don't know. I will find out. You guys continue on, and I will. I will research. Radio. <laughs> Um, Piper Laurie, interesting story here. The one Piper Laurie plays Carrie's mother, right? Crazy. And and Piper had um, retired from acting eight years prior to this. She found the script interesting because she thought that it was a parody of horror movies. And to this day, says that she performed so over the top because she thought it was a parody. And in her mind, when she watches it, she thinks that it is a parody still. While, I don't know, I found her overacting religiousness like very creepy and well-captured. Well, I could see how, like, I mean, the blood really comes in the end. There's really not that much blood. The blood there is is the pig's blood that's on her. So there's not a lot of gore in this movie. No, there's not. And throughout the whole movie, there really isn't a horror sense. There's crazy shit happening, but she's, you know, just some dumb girl in high school going through, like, it's like, it's almost like a lot of the movies nowadays where it's like just teenage bullshit, right? Going through high school, getting yep. picked on, well, the ales of being a teenager, yeah. right? This is, this is its own kind of subgenre of horror movie. There are other horror movies like this. What They don't come to mind immediately. They might throw out the rest of the show. Is that yeah, totally normal. Just 16, 17 years old. Doesn't know what a period is. Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not like horror, though. This girl is fucked up. Her mom's fucked up. There's some fucked up shit going on. There's definitely fucked up shit going on, but you'll see that same thing on, like, what's the the girl station? Chicks watch. There's an L. L. Lifetime. Lifetime. See, you see that same kind of crazy stuff on Lifetime. 
It's like, that's all you see on Lifetime, actually. <laughs> it's like crazy people and they're growing up crazy and how it turns them crazy in the future. And then someone's hurting their loved one. Yes. Once on a Lifetime movie, I watched a mother rape her daughter with an oversized crayon. And it is traumatized I mean, it, me to this day. It's horrific. I will say that. But is it? Horror as the genre in movies. I don't know. Yes, it is. Because there are other ones like this that are completely normal films almost until just right before the climax. And then all the horror spills in one big blow. Even in the climax. I mean, okay, so you see the teacher die. Everyone else, like, there's the shocking. But there's no blood. The right, but it, it's, it's the betrayal. It's the horrific vengeance it's the violence it's the telekinesis it's all the gratings doors slamming <laughs> these are the things that make it to me horror and a great horror film right i think it's very suspenseful indeed and we forget this is a Especially stephen king book <sighs> stephen king's first book turned a movie a book that a young stephen king accepted twenty five hundred dollars for the rights wow it was <clears throat> the 70s though it was, initial, and as a young author, initial hardcover rights. And as a young author, fuck it. I'm still getting royalties every time I run someone watches on Netflix. It's ten cents. <laughs> barely, barely putting things together. His life, Carrie, is what gave Stephen King his career. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, he was going to shelve this book. No, he threw it in the garbage. The first three pages of it, and his wife pulled those three pages out of the garbage. Right. He didn't think he could nail writing as a female character. Right. Got some help from his wife. Nice. And what I don't understand about Stephen King is that Stephen King reportedly likes this carry a lot, but he doesn't like The Shining at all. It's because he had an ego by the time The Shining happened. Real, I feel like these two movies have very, like, those two have very similar, like, creepy, sharp angled, weird vibe he, to it. He associates everything positive that happened in his life with Carrie. So he's going to cut it some slack. Yeah, that's where his career took off. And they're like, what? They're going to be what? Tommy's books in the movies? And he, what? He doesn't think that Carrie is great. He just fond, he's fond of it because of what it did. Hmm. He's fond of it. Sounds no, familiar. this is a quote from Stephen King. From Stephen King. Stephen Queen about <laughs> Stephen King about <laughs> Carrie. It reminds me of a cookie baked by a first grader, tasty enough but kind of lumpy and burned on the bottom. <laughs> there are some definite lumps in this film, and I can point out <coughs> every single one of them. They're very few, though. I actually really like this movie. Hmm. And I mean, other than a few like bad actors, but come on. Yeah. Yeah, or just some like dizzying prom scenes. Oh god. I have I have things. I mean, I don't know when I should bring them up. But it's funny because that's well. Let's start with something good, right? There are things that this movie could improve on, and I could I could improve this movie. I can't speak for the story because I haven't read the book. I don't know how true it is to the book, but I think that there was some flaws in how this movie is structured and. I I will share them if asked. Right, when we will go through them. But let's start off with something good, something right from the very beginning would let you know exactly what the situation is at this school. Oh, Carrie. 
This part right here. You eat shit. You eat shit. And that girl hits her in the face with her hat. You eat shit, Carrie. God damn you. And Nathan, you saw the 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 the, the chubby secretary from Ferris Bueller's Day Off in that crowd of young girls, right? Uh, actually, yeah, yeah. Right, and wouldn't she be the one getting fucked with if it wasn't for Carrie being so weird? I don't weird? see Ferris Bueller's uh, principal's secretary. I see the woman behind the counter in planes, trains, and automobiles. But whatever. Yeah, that oh, that'll work too. <laughs> that will work too. Actually, yeah, I forgot she was in there. Ooh, she's she's mean in there, yeah. Beautiful. Oh, Nathan. Do you have your rental agreement? I threw it away. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want a fucking car with a fucking wheel and four fucking... T- <laughs> God damn! Fucking... <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, Nathan. Do you know who the ATB are? All the boys. All the boys. All the fucking boys. All the, the fucking boys. boys. And you know what all the fucking boys want? <laughs> you know? The boys. The boys. Yes, the boys. After the blood comes the boys. Like sniffing dogs. Running and slobbering and trying to find out where that smell comes from. Where the smell is. That smell. <laughs> That smell. Trying to find where, find where that smell comes from. All the boys. All the boys. <clears throat> All the boys after that smell. Yes. Very bizarre reaction when she first has her period. Do you stick your bloody pussy hand out in front of you and just run towards people? Is that the best way to handle that situation? No. Absolutely not. I mean, probably not the best, but you mean under the circumstances. What's she thinking? Right? She thinks she's dying. Because no one ever told her about a fucking period. I started believing places I didn't know blood was going to come out of. I'd freak out too. Yeah, but if I was like in the shower and suddenly started bleeding profusely out of my asshole, I might also think that I was dying. But I wouldn't jam my fingers in my asshole and then run with my hand out towards people wondering why they won't help me. Yeah. I'd be like, guys, I'm bleeding out of my asshole. What is happening to me? <laughs> It was the 70s, Daniel. <laughs> it was the 70s. You just jammed your fingers into stuff and ran at people. She didn't, like, jam her fingers in there. She was just, like, working it out. You got to clean it around. That whole <laughs> opening <laughs> sequence is just... It's too much. It's too... Sh- it's too weird. <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's, like, steamy shower, women half-naked everywhere. It's, like, this is a fucking porn movie. And then... All of a sudden, she's frantically having her period and shoving her bloody hand in front of people's faces. Yes. The first five minutes of this movie probably put people in shock in 1976. Yes, that's... Oh, yeah, it's getting pretty windy outside. Hey, just in case anybody wonders why we disappear, could be because of this insane weather we're having, possible tornado, nothing to worry about. No, Nothing, I don't know, it's a little worrisome. That is quite vicious out there right now. It's just really, really kicked up. Right, but Nathan, that's part of it. That's a part of it. That's why I like it so much. You get this, oh, Carrie's the the shitty one that everyone shits on because she's a weirdo, and then she doesn't understand what a period is, and she freaks out, but it cuts away right from the beginning of that volleyball game straight into 
the slow motion with all the naked women. Yeah, shower scenes. Yeah, and it kind of like lulls you in for something and then right into this obscure and absurd, violent reaction to having a period and then straight into a quiet scene where they're talking about what to do with Carrie. You know, you know Carrie and her mother's all fucked up. And then straight into a scene of Carrie's mother pushing her Jesus crap onto the neighbor. Oh, yeah, that was weird for a second there. Right? It's a whole string of making you uneasy. And that's good. That's a horror movie should be doing that. Mm-hmm. Definitely made made me feel uncomfortable. Like, what's why? You know, mm-hmm. put you put yourself in a situation where if you're like, if I was that person, I'd want to get that crazy bitch out of there too. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All of it. Especially when you have to go home to this. Say no, mama. Eve was weak. No. Eve was weak. No. Eve was weak. Say it. No, mama. Say it. Say it. Eve was weak. He was weak. I'm going to say Carrie's pretty weak there. She's like, no, no. All right, I'll say curse was the curse of blood. Later. That's right. Neve's curse was the curse of blood. Blood. She literally hates her daughter for having a period because that turns her into a potential whore. Womanhood and sin. That's what happens. Adam's rib. But do you see the way that she, like, hits her in the face with the pamphlet? It's like a Bible. It's like not hard enough to do damage, but just hard enough to be very annoying. And it grates on your nerves watching her tap her daughter in the face over and over again with that. That, And it gets you sort of infuriated and hyped up like your blood going a little bit. I like that. I like the way it's shot. It's close up. It cuts back and forth. She's crying and apologizing. All well done. Nice. Very well done. Definitely a lot more like cinematic action happening here. They were relying on like Movement of cameras, the way scenes are shot, the way people said things more than, you know, CGI, special effects, which they do nowadays. <coughs> yeah. There is definitely a positioning going on. This movie is in a hurry to position you with who Carrie is and how fucked up she is because of everything. Because she doesn't know what her period is. But they do because her without... mom's so fucking crazy. Because all the girls at school hate her guts and treat her like absolute shit. I like that they use all those things though to prove it. You know, a lot of times in new movies and stuff, or just not just not so well made movies, you gotta find out from another character. Everyone's like, What's wrong with that Carrie girl? And then someone's explaining to someone else about her family life and about her past. And then you're like, oh, okay, so you get what's happened to this character because someone else said it in the movie. Yes, the exposition should be in the cinematography. It is completely in the cinematography. But I'm not going to give you guys any credit for trying to make me think this movie is subtle. It's not subtle. No, no, it's not. No, No, it's crazy as fuck. You're coming across like they're doing it by showing you that she's this yeah but they're screaming it in your face as well so let's that's just be why clear it's about awesome that. because you totally get it and someone doesn't have to explain it to you it's one of my biggest pet peeves in movies when people have to like straight up say what has happened in the movie right but nathan wants nathan wants subtlety and this movie's not about being subtle it's very simple you almost know what's going to happen before everything else happens yeah. and then but most modern horror movies, they just scream in your face, and that's it. This is screaming in your face, and then shuts up, and screams in your face, and then shuts up, and it builds an atmosphere and a world in the moments that it's shutting up. It's bringing the whole game with the screaming in your face. I just, I felt that this movie, and, and stop me if I'm jumping too far ahead, but it peaked, and then it kept going, and it needed to not do that. What? 
But the peak is the prom. Yeah. I know. And then it kept going. Oh, it does. Like half yes. an hour to 40 minutes mm-hmm. after the prom. No, it's, no it seems that way. Yeah, but no, I, I understand what you mean. It feels ridiculously unnecessary. Like, there needed to be something here. There needed to be, like, involve the whole closure with the mom thing in the triumphant peak moment. Like, have her mom be totally against the prom which she is so why wouldn't she go to the prom and try to make a scene but she walks in right when the blood drops like what why not why not make it even more climactic because she needs somewhere to leave there and go to yeah no it's a no. good it's a good we point we don't need to see her go into the bathtub and clean the blood off we don't need to see her walk down the road and almost get hit by a car but that's why we she don't. had to get those people though she had to get them I was I worried about them too. There could have been a better way for they them to away. die. Yes. You want those people to just roll over in a car? Those fucking people deserve to really get it. I, yeah, yeah, I wish they would have stayed in the building and got tortured. Yeah, no, something, <laughs> something worse. Yeah. No, something even like worse. Like, up. If, if the movie starts out this way with this, you know, agenda to make you feel uneasy and position you like this, then it is my opinion that they could have maximize the death of the villains way more and they could have involved the mom in the prom and not had this big boring denouement that put me to sleep all right well since since nathan has brought up not only his main complaint but one of my main complaints too uh let's start off a little segment um that i like to call compliments well done and complaints get the out of here with that bullshit and the get the fuck out of here with that bullshit is definitely pretty much Everything, well, not everything that happens after the prom, but the way that it's done. They did, they made such a point of extending the prom into this slow motion epic climax that when it continues to be slow motion and dramatic after that, you're 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 coming down off acid. You you don't have the the energy for it. You're like, okay, it's time. What's happening now? Oh, they rolled over in the car. Well, I guess that's okay. It would have been actually better if they had to live with the guilt of watching all of their friends die. <laughs> But that's just it. This whole thing is a compliment and a complaint right one after the other. It's it's such a compliment to this movie how <clears throat> the prom part of it, how they slowly convince you that, yeah, these people are trying to do something nice for her. And he actually gets into it and he actually enjoys how innocent she is and how 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 childlike she is in her enjoyment of this moment and how how she wasn't so sure about it and she was scared and... And it just, it means so much to her. And you can see her filling up with life. Yep. And it just reaches this pinnacle moment where they just destroy it and she destroys everything. And that's when it needs to end. And, you know, the bullcrap part is, is you know, the knife fight with her mom. Fuck off. Like, it's so... Get the fuck out of here, knife fight. <laughs> I actually like the knife fight. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here, I said. Yeah, I, oh, no, I, I'm not going to compliment it per se, but... You just did. You said you liked it. I do like the knife fight. Could have been done better, but I like it. I like that she ends up in the pose as the figurine in her sin closet. It's same as Christ. Yeah, but it's not Christ. Would anyone like to take a guess at what that figurine actually is? It is a man impaled by arrows to a fence, not a man crucified. It is Saint Sebastian, one of the only Roman army generals who refused the emperor's orders to condemn Christians. That's why it exists in their house, because he's a Christian protector. Hmm. Protector of the Christians. Mm Mm-hmm. And the little figurines. Some sort of stupid reference that 
Stephen King probably really enjoyed and forced it into the book and, you know, didn't, uh, didn't capture the real moment that this movie or this story had to offer. I don't know. I like that figurine. It was creepy. Creepy like Carrie. Creepy Carrie. <laughs> Oop, wrong one. Creepy Carrie, creepy Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love that good sound effect. Oh. I got another I got another get the fuck out of here moment. Oh. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit at the beginning with the telekinesis. Come on, man. What, shaking the ashtray? No. I'm talking about the every scene she's moving something with her mind. They're like, oh, she's moving stuff with her mind. You know, it's, it's like you were saying earlier, how you enjoy subtlety mm-hmm. and not being force-fed things. Well, right. this movie was like, can you... We just want to make sure that you can see that she's doing things with her mind. Not once, not twice, not three times, but like four fucking times. And then she goes to the goddamn library and looks up miracles. First book she opens, first page she goes to says telekinesis. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. I had to cram a lot into a little space. Whatever. And that's pretty much, that's more to set up the scene of her getting asked out to the prom by Tommy. Right? In the library. And Tommy's great in this movie because he can... That could have happened anywhere. It could have, but it happened it there. It could have happened in the library. I'm complaining about the force-fed telekinesis stuff. They could have been more subtle with it. They could have done it a lot more. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because I, I am already so aware that Carrie is telekinetic that I didn't even... It did not, did not offend me anywhere near as much as it apparently offends you. <laughs> It offends me because it's like the same thing. It's like Stephen King force-feeding people in 1976 the concept of telekinesis. And so it does kind of Just fall in, in case... the category of like explaining. But like there's not the character explanation. It's like what she's reading, yeah. what she's doing. And you doing. said it. 1976. Yeah. Was telekinesis newer then? It totally was. I was uh, trying to look up whether people even still believe in telekinesis. And I was like, it's very like been... What's the word? I think of the word. There were more people doing acid in the 70s than there were any other decade. Know, there was of just course less they knew research what telekinesis then. was. They're like, they knew mm-hmm. what it was, but there's this research on it. And so it was still like a thing that people thought could be possible as compared to now. And people pretty much disbelieve it as like myth. It's like something people used to talk about, but probably not true. Probably not likely. Yeah. But let's not overlook the fact that John Travolta comes strolling into this movie, what, like 30 minutes in? Terrible actor in this movie. I was oh. going to say, maybe the death had something to do with him. Maybe the fact that they like go out in the car and they like, explode in a car crash had something to do with him keeping up his reputation. Yeah. he's popular at this time. And they were like, well, let's try to gut him in blood and stuff. He's like, no, no, I can't die that way. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, well, one of the weirdly mysterious things about this movie is that you have sort of, you never know who you can trust. Because it turns out that really only Chris and John Travolta's character, Billy, they're the only ones that are really pushing this prank this hard. And the girl in the um, rainbow hat, I don't know her name. Oh, yeah, I don't know her name either, yeah. But she was all on being on the bitchy team. She's like, yeah, I'll totally be the bad chick's best friend if I can get in on it. Yeah, but it does seem like some of them get won over by Carrie after a while. And there's obviously some of them are trying to, like, stop the prank <laughs> from happening later towards the end. But I want to talk about John Travolta and uh, his entrance into this film. <coughs> also, a little note on drunk driving in the 70s. Totally acceptable. Not so acceptable. He tries to hide it. Underage, 
similar time, huh? Oh, you pussy! You want them beers, huh? Suck on this, huh? All right! <laughs> All right! All right, suck on this! All right! Oh, my God. Oh, John Travolta. And... Giggity-giggity-goo. Can I mention... His girlfriend, Chris, gets slapped in the face by everyone. Well, Ooh. I was about to say, I was about to bring it up if you weren't. Who doesn't <laughs> slap her? Physical violence against women and drunk driving as well. You could put those in the same. I just said, like, teachers hitting kids? Fine. Yeah. She's like, this oh, isn't yeah. the end of it, but she, she doesn't, like, tell her parents. the shit out of that bitch. That's right. I feel like that's the kind of situation now where, like, you're my parents will hear about this. She's like, this isn't the end of it, but it doesn't seem like she tells her parents that her teacher hit her. Didn't seem to be that I, big. And jacked her up too. Like, yep. I was talking to my girlfriend's uh, mother and stepfather the other night when we went over to their house, and we had a few drinks. And I was asking them, you know, what was it like to be disciplined in school when they were young? Did they get, you know, the belt? Like, did they? What happened? Oh, and they were. No. They were like, yeah, we got the belts. I, I got it once, and what they would do is. Things were starting to become more sensitive then, so they would call the parents at home and ask them for permission to discipline the child, and then they would hit them violently. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I totally went to a school in San Antonio that did corporal punishment. Like, they did that. They hit kids with a paddle. And I never got hit, but my cousins did because they were bad fucking kids. <laughs> did they ask permission? Did they phone the parents I don't, and ask permission? I don't remember. I don't think they did. I mean, it's San Antonio, though. You know? Some schools did that. They'd and ask the parents. Like the parents were like, ago. oh, yeah, fine. I think it might have been like one of those things where it's like in the consent form when you like sign your kids into school. Like it's something <laughs> that parents sign. Just make and sure you pay attention to that little Yeah, they're all the tired. The they don't care. They're just like, sign this. Yeah, they're just like, sign this. Apparently, you accepted the terms. Yeah, it's fine. But I remember that happening when I was in elementary school, and I was really young, and I was a good kid, so it never happened to me. <laughs> my cousins did get hit a couple times, and I recall them like trying to be like, I'm going to tell my mom, blah, 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 but nothing ever came of it. Yep. So, I mean, that was like 20 years ago. I was like six or seven. You know, yeah, but Chris takes, it, Chris takes it in the face from the coach, takes it in the face a couple of times from John Travolta, and uh, I think I have the one from the coach on here. Sucks his dick to get uh, some pig's blood. <laughs> If we all stick together, Norma. Oh, I love that. If we all stick together, Norma. Just shut up, Chris. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Just calm down. Jesus Christ. Just shut up. Can yep. you just stop? And Nathan, um, I'm going to go ahead and play this because I, I didn't capture the part that this clip leads up to because it needs explanation. doesn't come across well over audio. No. No. I know what you like about me. Here, just go to No! Done shit! I thought I told you never to call me that. You know, you are totally fucked up. I thought I never told you to call me that. What you is know, you're totally fucked up. Right. And the part that comes right after that, after she's a crazy bitch and she, like, makes out with him and then pulls away and then makes out with him and pulls away, um... She starts to like, you know, after she gets slapped, which I guess is what she likes because that's what her father does to her. She starts to suck his dick. But if you notice, while she's sucking his dick, she is articulating perfectly her speech. Oh, yeah. I remember that. 
right? That was hilarious. She's like, oh, Billy. Oh, Billy, I hate Carrie so much while she's bobbing up and down on his cock. Yeah. Now that you remember that, yeah, there's no way that she could be speaking while she's <laughs> doing that. <laughs> I remember thinking that, too, when I was watching it. I just totally forgot about that scene. And maybe that is hilarious. I was thinking, was that a way for them to get past the censors or something? Like, if they had her going... Would it have been cut, but because they had her talking, it, like, negates... I, I couldn't really tell what happened there. Maybe. Maybe that is something related to the censors. Or maybe it's just terrible filmmaking, Daniel. Why don't you just... It's a horror movie. Let's lean towards the terrible filmmaking. Mm. They casted John Travolta because he was big shit back then, even though he was a terrible fucking actor. Did you think this scene went on too long? One, two! A lot of nice legs back in the 70s, though. Hmm? I feel like breasts had more weight. They weren't, they were smaller back then, but denser. Women's hips and waists were higher. Even the not-so-attractive girls had nice legs. Everyone's body just looked better in the clothing cut of the late 70s and early 80s. See, this is still going, Nathan. It is still going. Do you get that they're being punished yet? I think that it has to come across. It does. It slows down and everything. It shows them getting tired. I have to associate how angry they are with their hatred That is for sure. They have to affiliate Carrie as the cause of this punishment. Hmm. And it leads to the scene with her freaking out and getting slapped and, and challenging all the girls to join her, and none of them do, and she gives up her prom and she storms off and she goes after John Travolta to suck his dick and get some pig's blood and hatch her scheme. This is the inciting incident of the, of the revenge story. Absolutely right, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Well so, yes, said. It, well it does. said. It does need to be this long. Oh. All right. Now, um, what do you guys think? Is uh, is Sissy Spacek a scream queen? Now, let's get that. Is this a Scream Queen movie, even? Is that reserved only for slashers? Or could we go ahead and judge her on this scene right here? She's just acting well. There's no Scream Queen here. Scream Queen is when there's somebody coming to kill you and you scream. That's Scream Queen. I feel like maybe she thought her mom was coming to kill her. Ree, 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 ree. Kill her soul. Did did we hear the psycho sound effects in this all over this movie? Oh, yeah, all over it. Okay, Mr. Devil's Advocate, why is she a Scream Queen? You should sell me on it because I don't buy it. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. (laughs) 
She can go up and down. She can scream thick and still pronounce. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Not as good she's, as Chris sucking dick and talking like clearly. a child locked in a room by her psychopathic mother. She's got good this volume is not, tone, though. Um, this is not, you know, guy advancing on me with a machete, I'm about to die, scream queen moment. Like, See, the scream queen concept is born of that idea. So what she doesn't have is duration. Because that's usually what scream queens are like, screaming their fucking heads off till the fucking end. Right. And she's like, screaming for a minute, and then she gives up. Excellent point, Jasmine. <laughs> yes, I will accept. Continue, Daniel. I'll accept Jasmine's point. <laughs> but at the same time, she does have great tone and like loudness at the beginning. She's definitely screaming and clear. She's just a great actress. She well, was yeah, nominated for an Academy Award. Yes, you too. said that. She lost to Faye Dunaway mm. in Network. Network, yep. This is the year of Network. Whoa, 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 Rocky. whoa, whoa. Don't, do not, do not steal my segment, please. Thank you. <clears throat> I don't know what your segments are. Yeah, well, you're I about to, about to run ramshot all over one of them. I'm just trying to help out, taxi driver, all the president's men. I did okay. ask earlier well, we'll who cut that up part. against for the Oscar, because he said, or the Academy Award that she was nominated for. Mm-hmm. I was wondering who she's up against, who she lost to. Right. So then if we can't judge Carrie as a scream queen, can we judge... Carrie's mom for getting off on being stabbed? (laughs) She's like smiling through a lot of this scene too. Going to meet her maker. Are those pussy willows? Oh, no. A couple aftershocks. Uh, oh, yep. Orgasm of a lifetime. Only once a lifetime. Yep. <clears throat> yep. So if Carrie can't scream, mom definitely getting off of being penetrated. And she has that weird scene where she confesses to liking it when she got like drunk raped by her husband that she didn't like to have sex with i don't know I very bizarre it. i liked it his hands all over me mm-hmm she got way in with her dirty pillows she's like i liked it Yo, the sitter. dirty pillows <laughs> <sighs> all right guys let's take a break currently broadcasting on 100 ln the 100 lunatics network at 100lunatics.com also available at your friendly neighborhood iTunes and Back Alley Stitcher. Trailer Park Number 6, where our very own Carver Cousins review the trailers for Hercules, Guy Pierces the Rover, as above, so below, Jersey Boys, and The Signal. And if you have the time, enjoy the newest All right, and we're back. And we're going to head straight into... Ask Daniel. <laughs> like that. Oh, that's not the one I was looking for. Um, here we go. All right. You guys have any questions you'd like to ask me? Up here in my white tower, where I can defend this movie to my dying breath, Nathan. Do you have any questions about horror specifically? Something you might have found confusing about the film that you want explained? Nathan? 
I'm here to guide you. Um, would you like some chimes? I don't know that I have any questions about this movie. I answered a lot of my own questions by <laughs> looking up stuff on the internet. All right, moving on. Instead, let's go back in time. Huh. Where are we going, guys? 1976. Guys, we're heading back to 1976. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, what's this one? Oh, my God. 1976. Decade of the soap opera. Is it like when they began? Mm, 1976 films. Nathan, you've already discussed what films came out that year. Big year for films. Rocky, of course. Bad News Bears. The Omen. That's the original Bad the News Bears. That is the original Bad News Bears and the original The Omen. The Omen. Taxi Driver, you the mentioned. The Omen. Network. You talking to me? You talking to me? Huh? There's nobody else here. Who else are you talking to? You talking to me? Huh? You talking to me? Now... There's a very special, uh, let's talk about Billboard Hits for a second. Very special song came out this year. A song, in fact, that Jasmine, you were singing downstairs earlier, before we came up here, minutes before we came up here even. What was that? Boop. Afternoon Delight. <laughs> Damn Taco Bell commercial. That's right, Afternoon Delight by Star, whoa, Starland Vocal Band. Star, Who? Everyone knows Afternoon Delight. Nobody knows that that's the band that made them. Uh, Bohemian Anchorman. Rhapsody by Queen. Hey, that's a good one. Mm. Dream On by Aerosmith. That back is when, a great song. Back when Aerosmith fucking rocked. This guy over here, this guy over here is like, Aerosmith, yeah, I'm like, Queen. The boys are back no, in town. Dream On. Have you ever heard Dream On? No, yeah, it's awesome. Like, I don't think I've it's it's the one heard. song from Aerosmith that sounds different from all their other songs. Yes. I, I know. So, don't try to lock me up in a room with Aerosmith. Thank you. Actually, oh, you know no, what's no, funny no. I know about the song is because um, Eminem remade it, and he actually got Mick Jagger or whatever's face. Is that his name? No. What's his name? Uh, Steve Tyler. Steve Tyler. He got him to re-record it. He didn't it. remake it. He stole it. No, he That's asked permission and used it in shit. his song and then had Steven Tyler re-record Sorry, the same sorry, lyrics. they sample it. That's no, what he didn't sample it because he had Steven Tyler go into the studio and re-record the lyrics. It's the same song, but it's re-recorded. Yeah, it's rehashed, redone. Yeah, by or... Steven Tyler. Right. The point <laughs> is, is that Aerosmith went on to become a very much a poppy rock, sort of 80s, 90s band, mm -hmm. while Dream On rests as this epic classic rock song, vastly different from the rest of their discography, just like Nathan said. Also this year, The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy and Let Her In by John Travolta. No. Making it into the top 100 Billboard hits of 1976 while he is in the movie Carrie. <coughs> That's why. It's a big Man, year for yeah. Mr. Travolta. Man, that guy got laid Grease in the 70s, out. I bet, eh? I, I don't know when Grease came out. Probably had a fucking orgy every weekend. I'd say 50s now. Maybe it was 60-something. Yep. 60-something. Uh, notable cultural events in 1976. This will mean nothing to Nathan, but it will mean everything to us Texans. The U.S. Supreme Court decided that the death penalty was constitutional and yeah. was not cruel and unusual punishment. Kill him. <laughs> Jimmy Carter was elected president, and this one's for Nathan. Montreal sweeped Philadelphia in the Stanley Cup. 
The what? <laughs> I know what that is. I've heard of it. That one's for you. Jasmine, maybe mine for is, you. Pittsburgh beats Dallas in Super Bowl. Hey, Listening you to you like talk about teams. sports makes me chuckle, sir. <laughs> we watched the Stanley Cup game, right? Yeah, we That's watched one of them. That's what it was, right? That was back Stanley when Cup. the Montreal Canadiens won like four or five Stanley Cups in a row. I mean, I would hope so. And oh. then Philly took over for a couple of years. <clears throat> and then somebody else took over. The Islanders took over for four years in a row. Everybody won cups like four years in a row. No, that's good. I try to do something nice, and you shoot it down as shit. Let's head on back right. into Hockey the future sucks. where we can continue to be berated by Nathan. 2013, 2014. And we are back in June 2014. 2012, 2013, 2014. Oh, we're back. Okay. Oh, just in time for... Win the Spin! Chelsea won it last week. Who's going to win the chance to pick the starting category for our next spin? Not this one. Me. Ooh, ooh, pick me. Next I week's am. spin. Me. me. Pick me. Over here. Now. No, no. All right, guys. Chelsea right now holds on to a token to choose a category. She's not here. She does not get to choose this week's. Who's going to win it for next time? She's now. in Bangkok. She's in Bangkok. Bangkok. She's in Thailand. Bangkok. Hopefully not being abducted. Hopefully she makes it back. She's white. Don't, don't want to say anything. Well, I just, she's going on a jungle trek tomorrow. You just keep your mouth shut. Oh, yes. He's talking to her every day. Shoot her some good juju. Not a slur. Not a slur. <laughs> Shoot her some good juju. <laughs> He's a juju. <laughs> Oops. Oh, I don't want to cut that in right now. Daniel, I'll wait for the Daniel, question. Do you want to Do you want to go to the prom with me? <laughs> I just want to, that's all. <laughs> I was just messing with me. Mama! I don't mama. know, you like my poem. Oh, he's also like, you know I don't do anything I wouldn't <coughs> want to do. He's like, why would she know that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why, why would she know that? He's never talked, ever. <laughs> Won't you, don't you worry that you'd look bad? And he's like, <coughs> kinda. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, just like with the Blair Witch Project, I found a moment where one of the actors fucked up. Okay. Now... I'm not sure if you guys, it's kind of a small scene towards the end of the movie, before the prom. One of the like fat dudes that goes along with Travolta, the one that can't actually kill the pig in that grotesque pig killing scene. Mm -hmm. Um, He goes and talks to the prom planner at the last second and wants to be the guy that collects all the votes. Do you remember that little scene? No. He finds the guy at the last second. He becomes the guy that gets to take all the votes. Like right before the prom when they're like, everyone's dressed up and they're there? No, no, like the day before. Day before, okay. Yeah. He likes, he secures it so that they can, <laughs> so that they can fuck with the vote, right? Yeah. And he flubs his lines. Now, does he stutter, combine two words, or does his voice break? No, what was the first option? Stutter. I'm going to go with A. A? Sounds like somebody to do. It's a stutter for Jasmine. Nathan? I'm going to say B. B. Combine two words. Let's listen and see what he does. Well, listen, uh, tonight's prom night and everything, right? Oh, yeah. I didn't know you were interested in going. I mean, I'm not interested in going. I'm a student here, am I? I don't know. Huh? I'm a student here, am I? I? <laughs> Boom, baby! Boom. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Nathan. Ooh, pulling it through. I'm a student here, am I? 
Uh, Nathan, you're a winner, haven't you? <laughs> oh, that feels great. Oh, man, finally. Is this a movie for horror fans or a movie for everyone? I'd say a movie for everyone, maybe over like 14. <laughs> right? Okay, there's, a, there's an age limit here. Nathan? Uh, it's definitely a movie for everyone. I would... Um... I would say that it falls under horror just because, you know, it's Stephen King and I I can't even say that it's full on horror. I think this needs something else associated suspense. with it. You know how they you know they say like thriller horror or science fiction yeah. horror or whatever? It'd be like suspense horror. Yeah, yeah, it needs it needs another word in there, yeah. <clears throat> it needs another word, yeah. Telekinesis yes. horror. Is that a new thing? Could be a thing. I agree. This is something this is for everyone and this is a horror movie like if you were going to hand people a handful of horror films to get them into the into horror yeah this is probably one of it's them right it's easy in there kind of it's like okay maybe it's just a little fucked up and I'm like oh it's crazy it's horrific there go. right doesn't carry all the graphic gory violence but in embodies a lot of that creepiness and also like it's like a buffer so like if you watch other horror movies after that you're not so shocked you're just like okay i see some things yep. maybe not so crazy and bloody and gory but still pretty horrific i'd say horrific is definitely a word i would use to describe this movie and a lot of scenes in it <laughs> yeah absolutely and uh if you guys will just give me a moment here i just need to get settled in my special chair <clears throat> okay what is this what's this about this is your moment with daniel <laughs> this is where i let you know that it's okay if you sometimes maybe you have friends, maybe they said that they've seen Carrie, or maybe it's old to them and they don't give it any credit. They don't know what they're talking about. You know what it's up to? It's up to you to go out and get Carrie for yourself. Sit down, watch it, enjoy it. Does it have lumps like Nathan says? Sure it has lumps. Does it go on a little bit too long after the climax? Yeah, it does. Do you wish Chris and Billy got a little bit better than just spinning around in a camera and having their car explode? Maybe. <laughs> but it's good. It's well done when she gets chosen as the prom queen, when she has the blood spilled on her, when the camera starts to split screen and it just shows her staring around the room and killing people, everyone's crying and running around. All the creepiness and weirdness of the mother, the does, is she getting tricked into going to the prom? Is she not getting tricked into going to the prom? Does she deserve this sort of vengeance? All of it builds up to a scene that's worth it. And then if you want to ease out afterwards, that's fine. It ends in a very sort of strange Stephen Kingian way. It's not enough that all her friends die, but it's not enough that she commits suicide. It's like she has to erase herself from existence. But don't erase this movie from existence. Carrie, 1976. And now it's time for your moment with Nathan. Danny, <laughs> cue the music. Oh, uh, let's see. <coughs> Don't watch this movie when you're tired. You will fall to fucking sleep. You might not even make it to the prom. If you do, try to stay awake for just a bit longer. Because that prom scene 
is the bee's knees. Bee's knees. And after that, pull that blanket up a little higher. Curl over to the left a little. Really enjoy that pillow. It's fun. You won't miss a thing. Carrie, 1976. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's beautiful. Jasmine, would you like a little moment? <laughs> <laughs> Carrie. So many words to explain. Such a classic movie. Dirty pillows. <laughs> could see your dirty pillows they all can <laughs> they'll all laugh at you yeah i gotta say okay, a lot of boobies I, I, uh, in this I thought adam sandler was creative I, I thought that he came up with things on his own but apparently not at all <laughs> no 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 uh when did you first discover this <laughs> well there's that old like comedy tape he did that everybody loved and they were all gonna laugh at you all gonna laugh at you They're and it's from this movie and i was like oh hey and it has a piece of shit car on it. That was a good album. Yeah. <clears throat> the only thing that was good from those albums was um, the, the beatings. Hmm? The beatings, where they beat people up. Oh, yeah, they just ran it. I, I remember those. Beating, like, science teacher gets beat up. Like, yep. You're uh, breaking the beakers! Oh. <laughs> there was, like, a lot of goats going on. I was saying, the there's 90s. another skit of that, too, where he goes to a guy's house and his goats. Like, the skits in between were super funny, because it was just so random. You're like, what? What? But oh. piece of shit car. I used it this day. Oh, the 90s. Uh, simpler time. <laughs> Silly bastards. Silly bastards. Four Blu-rays. Yep. Oh, just you know what that means? What does that mean? It's time for me to feed this bastard that we haven't really been talking to this entire time. Wilter! Oh. Willie boy. Thank boy. you. All right. <clears throat> Crank her up here. I have landed on 100 years of horror. The year is 1993. Your movie is... 1993. Oh god. This is reasonably recent. A lot of shit came out that year. Leprechaun. Oh! Nice. Oh. Nice. Very nice. Oh! How did this happen? Warwick Davis! Get the f out of here with that bullshit. This is awesome. I'm gonna get worried when we start getting to sequels, though. Uh, that's what, that's what's gonna worry me. <laughs> I thought I won something. No, next time. Yeah, for next spin. <sighs> yeah, next almost. Spin. Almost. Oh. You get to choose the category? Uh, yeah, the starting category, yep. Okay. Leprechaun, huh? Leprechaun. This is gonna destroy Willow for me, man. <laughs> 1993's Leprechaun, starring Jennifer Aniston. What? Yep. Damn, it's been a long time since I've seen this movie. And I think she's got a different nose. Sure, maybe. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I think so. <laughs> That's right. I can't remember if this was her debut. Sort of like Leonardo DiCaprio's weird debut in Critters 3. I got well, new nose. Her dad. Her daddy probably paid for the nose job. Oh, yeah. Eh? I think it's funny that John you guys Anderson? are the ones talking about the nose job. I'm like, sure, yeah, maybe. Johnston yeah. well, was. Girls. You guys ever watched Days of Our Lives soap opera? I totally watched Days of Our Lives a lot growing up. You know up. Victor Kiriakis? Yes, I know Victor Kiriakis. He's running that that's, shit. Whoa. That's Jennifer Aniston's dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I knew that. My mom probably told me that once upon a time. Well, Days of Our Lives. <laughs> days of Our Do Lives. We need to go back to 1976. Is that what's happening right now? No? Take us back. And these are the days of our lives. 1979, <laughs> Actually, I was at the doctor today and Days of Our Lives came on. And I almost wanted to watch it, but I really wanted to read my Game of Thrones book more. So I did that. Oh, but come on. You missed out on John Black I Missed then. on like nothing. I'm sure like none. Like, so, yeah, John Black's still there. Hope's still there. Is Sammy still there? I wonder because like Allison Sweeney's getting pretty hot. Seeing her on these commercials. John Black was awesome. He was like, Marlena. Marlena. I love you. <laughs> is that still happening? And I'm like, I'm, I sometimes want to watch it to see if those characters are still there. Because like the the base characters like stay, but then like they have kids and they like get old and then they're gone. It's really funny in the span of like a year. It's like a baby and it like grows up for a couple years and then like the next year it's like 19 and like being all crazy and then it like leaves. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like the base characters stay, but their kids can kind of come in and out of it. Oh, She's great. <clears throat> Anybody got any last words? For days of our lives? Not for days of our lives. For Carrie. Do I, we... got, I got some issue to take with days of our lives right now. Okay. Because I just I just looked it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I have to do this. But I just looked it up. And it has won four primetime Emmys. Only four. What? But it's been on since 1965. <laughs> you mean for like best show? Or yeah. what do you mean? What kind? Of... I'm sure I all the actors have won. They'll, way more. Yeah, they'll, they'll get daytime Emmys for all sorts of shit. But, but like, na- like best show. Yeah, but 1960s. That's is... that's nothing for a soap opera. Some of those soap operas came from radio. Yeah, One Life to Live. I think is longer, and also General Hospital. My mom used to watch General Hospital longer, and she's watched Days of Our Lives. That's crazy. That's the other one that I know stuff that it about. made the jump from a non-visual medium. In General Hospital. <clears throat> 12,704 episodes. Is that? So I did like days where it's like, like sand through the hourglass. Yep. These are the days of our lives. That that, that that gives da, us hope. Da, 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 I put them on my phone to use them as ringtones. Oh, I got all sorts of stuff on here. Wilter, Wilter loves the clips, don't you, Wilter? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. All right. I just want to mention one little thing. Oh, Jesus in this movie. Which is that it's a tiny little part. It's a little detail that I can't tell that came from the director or from the writer or from the actress in the moment. And it's when Sissy Spacek... And her date are sitting in the car before they go into the prom. 
and there she's sort of worried and he's and he's trying to calm her down a little bit by cracking jokes and keeping it lighthearted and then he gets out of the car to go open her door and she for a second opens her door too and then goes oh yeah he's being a nice guy and opening the door for me and then closes it again and waits for him to open it for her that's a nice little detail that says a lot with a little i'm gonna say it doesn't look like her mom taught her a lot about how to deal with people mm-hmm. <laughs> in general so of course like where's she gonna learn that from movies tv movies kids she get their sure education knows how to work that library catalog <laughs> and them dirty pillows am i right well they teach you that in school i feel like i remember going to school in the beginning there was like a day where you go to the library and like the librarian explains what the card catalog is like where all the sections are and how to look for books Mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. They never mention periods or menstruation once in school. What? Yes, they do. I don't know. I learned all about it. Yeah. I watched babies come out of pussies. Yeah, well, that's like what I'm saying. Do. She would have learned it in school. You just proved my point. Oh, but in the, but in the seventies though. Oh yes, that's the thing. It's like a new thing now to teach kids that kind of stuff. What like do you sex know ed- about the seventies? Sex, love. Rock and roll, baby. Exactly. That's when shit started exploding. But not. I think you're day. thinking about the fifties. <laughs> but wouldn't her? I bet her religious mom opted her out of everything. Not even still. I'm like sex ed. I remember like it was even like a big deal. Like when I was in middle school, like they were like, should we do this? Can we do this? And then like every, they totally sent out release forms and all this crap. But like, I don't know if like kids before me did it. Again, I mean, I don't know. What's some crazy? This schools, is but... the right response to what I just said. I just challenged you, and you should have said this. You should have said, this was her first year in school. She was homeschooled until this point. Mm, maybe. I didn't get that from the movie, though. Do you just want to have this conversation with yourself? Is that what's going to happen here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, no, I, I declare that I'm right. <laughs> I want to be arrogant and put words in everybody's mouth. That's what I do, okay? Oh, oh that's what you're going for. I didn't get it. Didn't you see the comments on the site? They don't like me. I'm the villain. <laughs> God damn! Fucking bullshit! <laughs> People love villains nowadays, right? All right, everyone's getting a little the bit truth. testy. The, the truth out there. What was his name? What was the guy's name that the trash talked me? What was his name? <laughs> that guy. Like, What's that guy? I don't even know his name. Who cares? I'm going to fucking find that guy. <laughs> Who is he? I'm going to murder his guy. family. I'm going to talk to you right now, guy. Okay. <laughs> You go on the site, you trash talk me. I got something for you. I'm the goddamn fulcrum of this shit. Okay? I keep it grounded. That's right. Kind of tapered out there. That's all. All right. Good morning. Everyone's a little pissy. I think everyone's a little bit tired. I think it's time to end this thing. It's over. Looks like the tornado did not kill us and that it is calming down. I see considerably less lightning. So we made it. Woo. We did. We made the tornado. Awesome. If you guys went outside and every house around you was destroyed. I was just thinking, like, I really want to watch the news to see if some house got destroyed in this area. It'd be we, crazy. we had no idea. And for surviving the tornado, we get to look forward to Leprechaun. Leprechaun. And I get to look forward to buying it. <laughs> All right. You make these lists and you even have, like, the movies. I, have, I like to collect them as we go. I was going to say, maybe it's on Netflix. It is on Netflix. The entire series in a Blu-ray box set? Is, is that necessary? No, because that's what's going to be taking up my shelf pretty soon. Is that necessary? <laughs> I need back... I need Leprechaun in the Hood and back to the Hood. I was going to say, Leprechaun in the Hood is the only one that I really remember. Uh, was, yeah, worth it. It did like a chuggy thing where it went comedy. All right, everybody. <laughs> this is your host, Daniel, signing off. Good night. Jasmine, Nathan.
Bye. Till next time. Right. Yeah, till next oh, time. Um, everyone, come back next week and join us when we have watched Leprechaun and when we will celebrate the cinematic effort that is 1993. And will I be able to defend it? That'll be the true marker. All right, Wilter, you got anything to say? All right, everyone. Good night, sleep tight, and healthy genitals to everyone. Healthy? Is that, is that something that you guys say to each other, healthy genitals? Healthy genitals? What, you guys don't want healthy genitals? I... Healthy genitals to everyone. Healthy genitals to everyone. Healthy genitals. And speaking of healthy genitals, go healthify your genitals over at 100lunatics.com where you can check out other episodes of the 100 Lunatics podcast, other spins, you might say, where we have reviewed other horror movies and where we will continue to review more horror movies. Or you can check out a little project that Nathan and I do called Trailer Park where we review trailers for you so that you know what is shit and what isn't. And if that isn't enough, if you need more from the 100 Lunatics Network, pick up a commentary track that we call We do all sorts of movies, we've done all sorts of movies, and moving forward, we're going to be doing television. And putting a little bit more effort into it. (laughs) And I don't know, am I going to release another podcast called The Cutting Room, where I just put all the B-sides and all the extra shit that I cut out from these podcasts into one podcast so that people can have more 100 lunatics to listen to? It's possible. I could have just done that. Are Nathan Nathan and I considering making a current events podcast? Maybe. Coming soon. Assess and dismiss. Assess and dismiss. I kind of like that, actually. All right, everybody. We're out of here. down a little bit in the future and as you turn down the thing you know like sparkly background music when you like explain about the movie you turn it down (laughs) yeah did i turn that down too much sounds good still here (laughs) (laughs) it's one of my favorite (laughs) i sound like a disney fairy tale i know Oh yeah. <coughs> this is what I never get to use. Maybe I can actually I should work this into like the trivia one, the trivia question part. Now you guys are thinking. What do you think? I love instrumentals general because i'm like what is that is it a bass clarinet it's a bassoon what is it <laughs> 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 so i think about what instruments making that noise beautiful <laughs>